Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Jen White, and this is Reset. Spring has just about sprung. The air is getting warmer, the grass is nice and green, and seasonal allergies are back. Except unlike past years, allergies are sparking a bit of paranoia. How do we know when we're experiencing allergies versus something maybe more serious? To help us better understand allergies in the time of a pandemic is Dr. Beiju Malde, allergist and clinical instructor with the Northwestern Medical Group. Dr. Malde, welcome. Thank you. So how much are you hearing from patients, you know, calling you concerned about whether it's just regular seasonal allergies or whether it may be coronavirus? That's a great question. It's definitely on a big concern of many patients these days because some of the symptoms overlap between allergies and COVID. Um, So I've definitely been getting this phone call from my friends and family and my patients. To help you guys discriminate between the two, I'll tell you some of the symptoms that you will only see with allergies or more commonly, and then when to worry, could this be COVID? So if you're having symptoms of like sneezing, an itchy nose, itchy eyes, you're clearing your throat, <clears throat> you feel like you got to clear your throat. Those are usually the symptoms you'll see with allergies. But if you have a fever, if you're feeling body aches and pains, if you're tired, like, and I mean really tired, like exhausted to the point where you can't get out of bed. And occasionally, if you get diarrhea, those are the more worrisome symptoms that maybe this is COVID. What are the types of allergens that are largely out right now? So this season right now in Chicago, um, we currently have our trees are blooming and the mold is high because we've had a very wet season. Mm. And very shortly, the grass will start to bloom. It hasn't quite yet, but it's on its way. And with um, global warming, our seasons have extended and are much longer than they normally are. Well, and we've also seen these these severe shifts in temperature. Well, where one day it'll be, you know, 68 degrees and it'll drop 20 degrees the next day. Does that have any impact on how we experience allergy symptoms? Oh, my gosh. Very much so. That's a condition. If you're experiencing it, it's called vasomotor rhinitis. The world irritates you, the highs and the lows. The I think a lot of people think the pressure. world irritates them right now. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's just a different effect when it happens in your nose. So I just, I, I joke, it's the barometric pressure that's bothering you. You're kind of like your own little barometer and your nose will swell up and you'll have the same symptoms. You'll get a stuffy nose, you start to sneeze. So yes, even the highs and lows in Chicago definitely impact our nasal symptoms a lot. What are the biggest overlap in symptoms between, you know, what we might experience as an allergic reaction and symptoms of COVID-19? So that that's a great question because a lot of people, that's where we get a little bit nervous. You can get a sore throat with either COVID or um, post-nasal drip from allergies. People also complain like, God, I'm tired when I have allergies. But the amount of exhaustion you're feeling is kind of the difference. So if you're like, you know what, I feel a little stuffy, I feel a little heady, I don't quite want to go to the office today, maybe, or I don't have as much energy as I normally have, that could be allergies. But when it's to the point that you actually can't physically get out of bed, you might be feeling shortness of breath with it, it's hard to get to the bathroom and walk down the hallway, that makes me go, is it COVID? And the other thing is headaches. Headaches can happen in either form. Often with allergies, 
you're going to feel it more in your forehead or your cheeks, kind of more in your sinus regions. And with um, something more severe like COVID, it may be a more total um, headache, like your whole head will hurt. What about the duration of symptoms? Because allergies, you might be, I'll speak for myself, it, it feels like they last forever. They can, they can. So, you know, there's two types of main allergy groups that we think about. There's what we call perennial allergens. They're the ones that are year round, you know, dust mites, cats, dogs, molds, things that are in the house. And then you have the seasonal variety that happens like trees. Typically, we tell people March and April, although, like I said, lately, it's more March through May grass in Chicago, May and June, and ragweed, August, September. So the symptoms often linger and last longer when they're allergies, whereas when it's something more acute like COVID, like an infection, often it has a shorter duration. 14 days to like three or four weeks can be your symptoms for an infection kind of thing, such as COVID. But yeah, otherwise the misery of allergies, they can last a long time. Well, and I don't want to undervalue the seriousness of seasonal allergies. I know for some people it puts them on their back, you know, for, for a few days at least. Talk a little bit about the range people may experience when it comes to, you know, reacting to pollen or grass or, or whatever's in the air. Some people, when they feel allergies, you know, their symptoms are sneezing or itchy eyes. And the itchy eyes for some people is very distressing. They can't play outside with their children or it could be mild and um, an oral antihistamine may be sufficient to help them. But when those symptoms go on for more than four or five days, they're impacting how you can do your job, how you can go to school, how you can play with your children outdoors. That's when it's much more severe. And that's the more annoying parts of allergies. So Dr. Malde, how are you diagnosing people right now? You know, we're being told to stay home, only go out for essential appointments. How are you how are you connecting with folks? Myself and many of my colleagues included, we're all doing telemedicine. So if you're having symptoms, your doctor may be available um, via phone call. We're doing a lot of them through the video phone calls. So I can see I can see if a person has red itchy eyes. I get to talk to them about their symptoms. And then often we can diagnose and treat patients over the phone and at least help them with their symptoms um, and how to get through it, which medications would be helpful, some simple measures they can take within their house to feel better. I can say personally, as an example, I have more indoor allergens and being at home with a stay-at-home order, my nose has definitely been more stuffed up than it has ever been. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, let's get back to basics for a minute. When we're reacting to you know something that's in the air, what's actually going on in our body? Uh, so what ends up happening is typically there's these small particles of allergens that come in through our nasal mucosa and through our nose. And what ends up happening is that we have these molecules, for example, called a mast cell. And on them, there's this... Uh, molecule called an uh, antibody. The antigen, which is the allergen, comes inside. It cross-links those antibodies, and the mast cell busts open. One of the products releases histamine, and that causes the inflammation that you're getting. So then, as a person, you'll feel this as a stuffy nose. Some people will get this as a runny nose. Some people start sneezing from it. Each of us will experience that a little differently, and to the extent in which we feel it differently is how our allergies manifest. Yeah. And is there anything you can do to prevent a reaction? Um, there are ways to prevent it. So let's say you're um, allergic to the outdoor world. So things like the trees, the grass, I would definitely recommend keeping the windows shut. I know that we're all sad because in Chicago, we want to see the sun a little bit more and have those windows open mm -hmm. and get some fresh air. But keeping the windows shut does help. 
um, decrease the amount of allergen from the outdoors, the pollen that will bother you. If you do go outside, it's great to take a shower when you come home so that you can wash those allergens off of you. So that could help you. And then if that's not working, there are definitely medications we can use, some of which are now over the counter. We can use oral antihistamines, some of which are non-sedating. And if you're still having symptoms, nasal steroids are a very great um, avenue to make yourself feel better. But definitely consult with your doctor before you do that in case you have any contraindications in your medical history that should not be used for you. Well, part of, of the stay-at-home order here, here in Illinois, we're required to wear masks when we're in places where we can't social distance. But wearing a mask outside, if you you know have to take the dogs for a walk or if you got to mow the lawn, could a mask provide some level of protection? It actually does. It does. So the small particulate matter of many of the pollen allergens aren't getting through when you have a mask on. It depends if it's a cotton mask versus a surgical mask as to how much improvements, but even a a cotton mask that you made at home by yourself will help decrease the amount of allergen reaching your nose and your mouth and make you feel better. So I think that with the masks, people are actually feeling better than they have in the past. Now, there may be people who are living in this part of the country for the first time. Maybe they moved, you know, late last year and suddenly they're having allergy symptoms that they didn't have when they lived in another region. Can you talk about that a bit if somebody's experiencing what they think are allergies for the very first time? Everyone is allergic to the flora and the fauna of the location in which they're allergic. For example, the trees of Chicago are very different than the trees in the northwest part of the United States or in Texas. For example, we have more um, birch pollen or we may have more oak trees, whereas if you're on the west coast, you might have more palm trees. So all of us allergists have our own little armamentarium of the skin testing that we'll do when we do get to see people again in the office, uh, the allergens that bother you. And so, yes, you might have developed an allergy to the new exposures to the new tree or the new grasses that you're being exposed to that you didn't have in the part of the country that you lived in before. Now, if you've got little ones at home and they're, you know, suddenly got itchy eyes and and an itchy nose, what can we do to help them manage their symptoms? Um, it's very similar to the adults that I that we that we see. So again, if you can give them a shower, help them do that. Um, I know we've been trying to say, please don't touch your face. Please don't touch your face, especially in the days of COVID. So washing their hands, taking a warm washcloth, and washing their face to make them feel better. Sometimes there's artificial tears that are available um, that can you you can just rinse the stuff out of their um, eyes to make them feel better. Where do you suggest people turn to get accurate information about allergies right now? Maybe, you know, turning to <laughs> Twitter or Facebook isn't the best idea. Right, right. No, definitely call your doctor. I think that we are a wealth of information. We are available. We are enthusiastic and want to make you help you feel better. So that is probably the number one um, place to go. And if they they can refer you to an allergist if um, your symptoms are more severe. There is also a good website, the Quad AI, so the A-A-A-A-I and the A-C-A-A-I are two of the allergy associations um, that do have a section uh, for uh, patients as well that have been very helpful. And, And finally, as we wrap up here, what do you want people to keep in mind as we continue to this allergy season and eventually fall allergies will kick in as well? What should we be thinking about? Yeah, no, you know, I think always stay in contact with your physician. If you have questions, you have concerns, we're here to help you. Um, I'll give you an example. You know, 
80% of asthma has an allergic component. So, you know, if you have asthma and you're short of breath, you're having chest tightness, you're wheezing. Yes, maybe you have co you could have caught COVID or viral infection that's making that bad, but maybe it's allergies that need to be better controlled and so you feel better. So with um, medications, avoidance measures, um, we can help you so that you're not suffering as much. And that way, even when you if you do catch something, you can uh, fend it off better. You can help yourself and not get as sick. So that's probably the one thing I'd want everyone to know is that we can help you. There's no need to suffer. And there's lots of treatments available, including allergy shots if your symptoms get very severe. That's Dr. Beiju Malde, allergist and clinical instructor with Northwestern Medical Group. That website she mentioned is the American Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. That's AAAI.org. We'll tweet out a link at WBEZ Reset. Dr. Malde, thanks so much. Thank you. And that's today's Reset. For the most up-to-date and accurate coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic, tune to WBEZ 91.5 or stream us at WBEZ.org. I'm Jen White. Be smart, be safe, and let's talk again soon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.